Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Quest for New Inspiration. My name is Katie Mashler. This week, I had the honor of sitting down with Cass Thomas, a world traveler and life coach. During this episode, we discussed all of her world travels, as well as how to stay ignited and accepting the invitation to truly be kind to yourself. She was an absolute joy to talk to. I hope she inspires you as much as she's inspired me. Cass Thomas um, coming live from Rome, Italy at the moment, but originally from the United States. And uh, yeah, been traveling around the world uh, for years and um, really inspiring people to recognize what's unique and different about them and how to approach uh, life with a in an authentic way with a self-confidence that anyone and anything that shows up in their lives does not uh, make them step back, uh, but actually makes them step up and recognize uh, their unique brand of magic. So I really enjoy doing my coaching on you know communication uh, and also on connecting uh, with yourself and also on engaging with other people and uh, live and online and uh, with my books, uh, Seven Steps to Flawless Communication and Dancing with Riches and my private sessions and my, my group training. I, um, I'm really delighted when people get ignited and uh, begin really getting their vibe out into the world. So that's what, that's what my mission is, to be the beacon of light that allows the light in other people to come illuminated. And that makes their life more enjoyable. And it also makes mine more enjoyable because they get to really interact with the truth of who people are. Yeah. Their vibe out in the world. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. So is there like a certain reason that you kind of started down this mission of inspiring people or helping people? In your everyday life, you know, I, I was born and raised in Boston. It's a, it's a bit colder than it is in in uh, <laughs> in Rome, in Italy. I think sooner or later I'll arrive somewhere uh, even warmer. But I always was able to see the kindness and the um, the gentleness and the the genius in people, and a lot of times uh, they didn't. So, uh, you know, when I was a kid, even. I was always bombarding them with with my invitation for them to to really step up and be kind to themselves. And now, as I'm doing my um, work, I was like, well, what if I didn't have to bombard people <laughs> like I did as a kid? Um, what if I can actually just invite them? Because, you know, people people have a lot of things that they consider problems. And that they consider their issues. But really, uh, when you have traveled a bit the world, when you're living in Rome and walking near the Colosseum, you see that uh, what's going on right now, it will pass. Because there's a you're standing next to something that's 2,000 years old. And it has not yet crumbled. Uh, so neither will you. So just inviting people to, to recognize that really has them show up in a very different way and having a, a global approach to to life my my seven steps to follow is communication the seventh step is it's called connecting with the earth but it's really recognizing that you're never um wrong 
you cannot get you wrong. There's nobody on the planet that does you better than you. Uh, so please don't try to be like other people. Please acknowledge that your difference is not a limitation. It's actually uh, a contribution. And that's what I like to inspire people. Uh, wow. That I'm kind of speechless right now. That was so beautiful. Uh, so many things I have questions about. But first, um, how did you get to start traveling all the time? Like what made you move from the United States? You mentioned being born in Boston and now you're in Rome. And earlier this week we were talking, you were in Turkey. And so how does, I love traveling and that's one of my favorite things that just kind of inspires me. How did that come about in your life? Well, all roads lead to Rome. You've heard that <laughs> Definitely come and visit. We've got a really amazing bed and breakfast as uh, small here too with the garden. It's it's beautiful. And you know, when I was in the eighth grade, I had a teacher in uh, Boston who would write good morning, today's Monday, every day on the board in French. And really, uh, and I often ask people that, what did you decide you might want to do when you were eight years old? Because I remember saying, you know what, one day I'm going to move to Paris and I'm going to speak French. <laughs> Even though my dad was like, look, Spanish is the, you know, going to be the second language in this country. You have to do Spanish, et cetera. But I knew that I um, really wanted to engage with different um, languages and different ways of uh, communicating with people. My parents, you know, my mom was a nurse. My dad was working uh, in a factory when they met. And then my grandmother made him go to <laughs> get a degree in, in something in, in uh, you know, computers. But they were always engaging with um, people from different cultures. So it was um, always a part of my life. And when you're living in a um, city, it's sometimes in the States, you know, it's, it's not about engaging with people from different cultures. It's actually about uh, separating, you know. And um, so Boston was less than a million people. 650,000. I went to university in New York, you know, and that my, they did a, had a program NYU with the junior year abroad. And I went to Paris and I felt like I was home and then went on vacation, different places came to Rome. And I was like, my feet were touching the ground and just, I had studied at my high school, you know, Roman history. And so just really wanting to see all the many places around the world and the many people and the many languages and what was their approach and, and perspective on life that, that could add something to me, you know? And uh, so always curious uh, about that. <laughs> yeah. What, so, uh, been, what has been your favorite spot so far that you have? I mean, you live in Rome. So <laughs> what has been your favorite spot? Well, I live in Rome. I get my husband <laughs> Italian. And I, I tra I've been traveling, especially pre-pandemic time, a couple of times a year around the world. And, you know, in the States, we have lots of different cultures and, and, and people. So, you know, going to Korea uh, was amazing because in New York, we had all the Korean stores and going to China was amazing and going to Brazil, like I'm brown. So here in Italy, people would always ask me, are you from Brazil? I was like, no, I've never actually been there. And, you know, going, uh, my first marriage, I, we went and got married from New York. We went to Peru, you know? And so, I mean, the world is so full of, of uh, amazing places. The United States 
we have so many states there, right? So, and they're all different, you know, and, and even within one country like the United States, every place is different. You know, if you go down the South, they're talking with an accent <laughs> a little bit different, you know what I mean? And in Boston, we say, uh, Pakika and Havagad. And uh, I remember I was working with Democrats abroad and we were at an international conference because we all live, we're Americans living abroad. And I felt so connected with the Americans who were living in Ireland because they spoke with the, they spoke with the accent that we used in Boston, you know? So it's, you know, so how many ways do we exclude ourselves or do we, you know, define ourselves that don't allow us actually uh, to recognize that we are, um, we're human beings, infinite beings, and we are at home here on this planet. And when you begin to approach life like that, how many things can open up for you? Different careers. I've had lots of different careers in hospitality, journalism, product, film production, uh, sales and marketing, and, and you know, and, and and now in coaching. So people have always enjoyed their in interaction with me. And I said, well, how can I be the invitation for them to enjoy their interaction with other people without feeling different or wrong, you know? And even with work. So yeah, so I, I do business training, I do coaching and just inviting people to really see things from a, a wider angle. Yeah. I love that perspective. Beautiful. Are you looking for the perfect holiday swag while also supporting small businesses and mental health awareness? Check out this week's sponsor, Ferris Built. I am a proud partner of Ferris Built as 25% of net proceeds go to mental health advocacy programs. I just ordered the most adorable Griswold sweatshirt in their university style, as well as they have many other sweatshirts, including a holiday classic sweatshirt supporting all of your favorite holiday movie characters. Don't forget to use the code NEWINSPIRATION at checkout for 15% off. So last couple questions. I don't want to take too much of your time. Who, so you're somebody that people like go to for inspiration. Uh, who do you go to for inspiration? Who do you look up to? Yeah, well, I have, um, I mean, my dad was a great inspiration and my mom and they're part of the stars and the angels in the sky now. And uh, one of my, uh, Carlo Bixio, who was my, um, you know, director of a film festival I was working with and a, in a production, television production company, and he's no longer around. And uh, Gary Douglas, who is the founder of Modality Access Consciousness, just uh, true inspirations. And yeah, and my husband is a great uh, inspiration to me because he's quite different. Yeah. <laughs> what would your younger self think about what you're doing now? You, you know, it's interesting. Once I did a um, this. Uh, session and they say, you know, as a, if you were to give a message to the child that you were, right? So it's a bit the opposite of what you're asking about. What would you say to the child? And I remember I was almost in, in tears thinking about that. And I would say, don't worry, don't worry, you will never fail. That's what I would say. So, you know, if the child looking at me now would, uh, ask questions. What else can we explore? <laughs> what else is possible? <laughs> what else can we, uh, and who else can we invite into our lives and uh, to step in, uh, step up and step out into the world in a very different way? Yeah. And how can you be even more accessible to people? That's what the child would say. 
I relate to that so much and I need to get it like tattooed on me. Do not worry. Don't worry. Stop worrying. I am like a seriously professional worry work. Like it's, I need to. Yeah. And you can look at, you know, I mean, you have obsessive, we call obsessive compulsive. It's so funny. I'm so glad that they weren't when I was a kid doing all of these, you know, disorders. (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, obsessive compulsive disorder. But what if, if you looked at it in a different way, you know, obsessive compulsive creation, because, you know, when you're worrying about something, um, it's probably if you go, don't get distracted by worrying about it, then it's probably something that you're aware of, you know, that other people aren't because you're unique, you know? <laughs> and so how, it, what is it that you are aware of that if you weren't worried about it would actually create more in your life? Uh, wow. Okay. That is beautiful. Perfect. Wow. Okay. Do you have any like go-to affirmations or mantras that you kind of repeat to yourself or to your clients? Or oh, absolutely. I mean, there's um, uh, one is every morning when you wake up, start with you, and that's what I work with communication. And it always starts with you. So if you're willing to communicate and say good morning to yourself, you know, look yourself in the eyes uh, and connect with you then the day is, uh, has a lot more ease. And so, uh, and also I have used uh, an, a mantra of access consciousness, which is um, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. You know, doesn't mean it's easy. It's just ease. So, you know, this too will pass <laughs> if it's something that's not easy uh, for you. Yeah. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Okay. Last piece of advice for anybody, whether that's someone 25 years old, someone struggling with an issue of their own, whether that be like work or in their life or in relationships. Absolutely. There's, you know, there's also a, uh, something Nelson Mandela said, you can never fail. You either win or you learn something, you know? So if you're not concentrated on a failure. And I just played a tennis game today, you know, and I learned a lot. <laughs> I didn't win, but I learned, <laughs> I learned uh, a lot. So yeah, please know that you cannot fail and you cannot get you wrong because nobody in the world does you better than you. Hey, thank you so much. Well, if somebody wanted to reach out and learn more about you or connect with you, where would they find you? Well, I'm a KT also, like Kate Russo at com, And uh, they can also look at the number three steps, three steps.us. And it's a, a program on different topics, looking at the various pillars of life um, that I've been uh, engaging with, with guests from around the world that help us look at, you know, what it is that we, how, what way we can approach all the areas of our life and begin dancing with the riches of our life yeah which is my second book yeah perfect well thank you so much for your time today that was amazing thank you so much love your smile too and that is it for this week's episode thank you guys so much for tuning in it truly does mean the world to me if you guys want to show your support make sure you're following us on facebook instagram and twitter and now you can show your support by wearing the quest for new inspiration logo or my favorite the bubbly butt blunt sweatshirt make sure you use the code 
HOLIDAY20 for 20% off. See show notes for more details.